We're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Welcome along, Sally Lucas. Welcome, Jane, and thank you. And we'd just like to dedicate the program today to our wonderful work colleague and valued friend, Jenny, who unfortunately lost her battle with cancer yesterday. Mm. So this one's for Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a nice one because we're is. going to some wonderful places. Some wonderful islands. And there's many of them. If you start Googling how many islands there are in the world, I think you'll lose track and count. So but this is... Um, an award that comes out every year, or a listing, should I say, of the world's most amazing islands. And it's sort of vote, people vote for it on TripAdvisor and things like that. So from Bora Bora to Brazil, Maui to Mauritius, they say the island destinations wowing the world have been decided. Yeah. Um, so this year, in the latest in the top list has been determined, as we said, and Maui has overtaken the island in Hawaii, the last year's winner, which was Providenciales in the Turks and Caicos in the Caribbean. That was considered the top. Um, Bora Bora, of course, voted in there well also, naturally. Um, the Greek islands, of course, Santorini, needless yes, to say, went yes. well. Um, in Australia, at the two best islands here were considered to be Lord Howe and Norfolk. Well, do we know much about... Oh, there's Kangaroo, I suppose. Yeah, but mm, the, they, they missed I, out. Yeah, yeah, they missed out. And yeah. even Heyman. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have thought that would have been mm-hmm. on the list. So it's interesting. I guess it depends who votes, of course, and... Yes. You know, all that sort of thing. I mean, they're all still beautiful islands in my view anyway. Um, Jamaica in the Caribbean and the Turks and Caicos that was first last year went down to number four. Mm-hmm. Beautiful looking island though. It looks at those islands in the Caribbean. Some of them look absolutely stunning. And we only had someone walk in the other day out of the blue and wanted to go to Turks and Caicos. And I think it was the first time I've ever had someone ask us that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, so it's becoming well known. And um, Cuba. We had so many inquiries about Cuba, which also is an island, of course. Mm. Um, there are many islands. And I was reading, um, I'll go with the list. I'll go on with the list first. Uh, Bali got in there as number five. Yes. Uh, Mallorca in Spain was next. Then Mauritius, uh, Phuket in Thailand, then Bora Bora was number nine, and uh, in Brazil, an island called Fernando de Noronha, and it's 350 k's off Brazil's northeast coast, and it's a volcanic archipelago named after the largest island, and it's a protected national marine park and an ecological sanctuary. So there you go. And apparently it's you find sea turtles, rays, dolphins and reef sharks, etc. So it's very an island I hadn't even heard of. So there are just so many islands out there that you can immerse yourself in. One of the travel writers wrote about their favourite island, which was Manhattan. And that, of course, is in New York, and it's in a river. It's not with a beach. or it's So it doesn't even have to be a beachy island. And it's got lots of built-up things on it, hasn't oh, it, Manhattan? Yeah, yeah, Manhattan, definitely. But you think about it, we were just saying, Jane, like Kangaroo Island, I still think is magnificent, one of our own. The Galapagos, of course, has to go in there as being absolutely astounding. The Maldives, the Seychelles, Mauritius and Reunion. Um, you know, you've got islands off the bottom of Spain, islands off England, Orkney Isles, Shetland Isles, you know. So they're not all beach-type destinations, are they? No, they're not. And as I said, we, you get islands in rivers, don't you? I mean, we could even say the Ile de la Cité in Paris, couldn't yeah. we? So it's a pretty good island. It's a pretty good island too, isn't it, to visit? I would love to go and visit there again soon, I hope. I've been reading some interesting things about Paris too, yes. just digressing, that Les Halles had been let run down, the famous, you know, big market-style um, building there on the, on the right bank, and it's had a complete 
refurb. They've spent billions on it to make it more, you know, user friendly and introduce all the market stalls again. So it's, it's, yeah, they reckon it's worth a visit now. It's so, going back to its uh, roots, if you like. Yes, it is yeah. actually going back yes. to its roots. So we, Indonesia, we mentioned Bali, but of course, that, again, a huge archipelago of islands is in Indonesia. Um, and where else can we go, Jane? We can New Zealand? Well, it's, it's, two, it's an island. Yeah, two islands. Two islands. Three islands. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus the rest. All the Pacific islands we all know quite well, of course. There's, there's many of those. But then you have islands off the Alaskan coast. You have islands off, we mentioned Spain. You have islands off Brazil, as we mentioned. You've got islands all the way around the world, nearly, I guess, most continents will have islands off them. Now, Italy, of course, you've got, um, uh, below Italy, you've got Malta, and then you've also got Sicily, Sardinia, so, Corsica. Corsica. Yeah. Um, so islands, we've got so many to choose from to visit, and I just think it's a nice thing to talk about for this time of the year is imagining an island that you might like to be on or you'd like to explore, um, and there's so many to choose from, as we've mentioned. So, Sally Lucas Islands, we're enjoying some really good ones, and you've got some that we may not have heard of. Well, I guess... Some people may have heard of it, but certainly it's not one of the islands we commonly visit, and also it has been closed for a while as well. Sad thing is, too, while I'm thinking of it, Dunk still hasn't ever reopened, and that's such a shame because what a beautiful island. I visited Dunk a couple of times, you know, over the years, and I think it's such sad that it's all just not being... Maybe people just haven't got the money to reinvest or redevelop the property after that, whenever the last cyclone was. I can't remember how long ago that was now. A year or two now. Yeah. But anyway, Fitzroy Island is the one we're going to talk about today. And it's about 30 kilometres east of Cairns. It's about a 45-minute um, voyage by boat. And it's a large continental island of whitewashed coral beaches, rainforest, rocky peaks, and skirted by reef. Nearby is Green Island, which most people probably have heard of, uh, which is also a coral cay, and it's long been a really tourist hotspot there. But Fitzroy's charms, they say, are decidedly understated. The island is much bigger than green. It's 339 hectares, and 97% of it is actual national park, um, which is really interesting, isn't it? Yet it That's it, a lot. It mm. is, and yet it uh, attracts fewer than one-third the number of visitors that, that Green Island does. Um, so it's had a, a very interesting history and marine life, rich waters, bush trails, and it's only a stone's throw from the mainland, so it's somewhere you can go. So it was was close, as I said, there was a man called an entrepreneur, Joshua Hunt. He tried to develop the resort into a five-star luxury resort back in 2008 and failed. He ran out of money, I think. Uh, anyway, since then, it's been reopened in 2010, and it's billed as the only Australian-owned private island resort in the country. So there you go. So you can stay there or you can yes. go there on a day trip. You could go there on a day trip and apparently it's very popular with snorkelers. It's got wonderful snorkeling available there. Um, it's a four and a half star resort that's being built there now and it's a considered affordable destination for families and couples as well. Um, but yes, they say that the, there's white cockatoos everywhere. There's orange footed scrub fowl foraging around in the gardens. Um, the resort has 99 guest rooms spread over three levels tucked in between palm beaches and it's hilly so they you go into the hillside up behind you as well um, and then you're snorkeling around this rock near it called Bird Rock where all these birds come you know every year to, to mate which is quite a popular destination for you to go to as well you do have to worry about stingers uh, they do get the stingers there the because jellyfish, it, the yeah, box jellyfish because it's not as far out as you know they don't go all far out the stingers but they have what they call uh, full body condoms made of nylon um, think 
Kathy Freeman in the Olympics type thing. And, the, and so you wear those which do protect you if you're there at that time of the year. So, yes, there you go. Um, there's a 15-year-old uh, green sea turtle who's there and they've got a turtle rehabilitation centre. They made her well and she has stayed around. She hasn't gone. She's She stayed because she must have liked the way they looked after her. <laughs> so, yeah, and so there's a very interesting place for you to go and there's lighthouse tracks and summit tracks and you can there's a 3.6 kilometer circuit you can do um gets up to 269 meters above sea level so an interesting island that you can visit that you might not have thought of Excellent. In our That's own backyard. Fitzroy Island. Fitzroy Island. Yes. Time to take a look at this week's hot deals. But first of all, a bit of news about visas, Sally, for Cuba. Yes, because there's so many more inquiries now. And also to let listeners know that Cuba is booking out a long way ahead. But also there's no infrastructure there yet with extra transport, with extra hotels. So what is there books a long way out and it's not five stars. So people get a little bit confused. You might only be staying in almost like a homestay, a bed and breakfast or small. You know, there's there's not a lot. So it's it's very difficult to get in at the moment because everyone's going crazy. Um, you, there's a, a couple of different ways you can get there. I mean, for us, for Australians anyway, we've always been able to go in via Toronto in Canada. That was one of the main ways. The other way we can get in is via Mexico. But of course, we don't fly to Mexico. So you'd still have to get from the US or somewhere to Mexico, um, either Cancun or Mexico City, you can get you into Havana. Now, there is a Cuban tourist card available for most airports where there are direct flights into Cuba, so you could get one and you just have to have your Australian passport. It's about US $25. You have to show the card on arrival in Cuba proof of your travel insurance and they do not accept the fact that you might have paid for a trip with a credit card and got the free insurance. They want to see an insurance certificate. Okay. okay. Um, the tip is also if you're arriving to arrive early because the the queues are lengthy and again on departure. This is at the airports. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cancun, um, I was looking for someone the other day and the flights really didn't connect. So sometimes you might have to overnight in Cancun, but it's a beautiful spot to overnight anyway. Um, so don't try and book connecting flights, you know, too close. Try and give yourself a buffer zone. I do believe now at the moment, though, uh, if you wanted to come in from the US, there's 12 categories you have to fall into. And it's, you've got to be like, you know, a religious organisation, educational, da da da, like it first was when China first opened up. So we still can't get in, you know, easily from the US, even though there are direct flights. However, I do believe, we did check this the other day, I believe I am correct, that JetBlue, who's one of the big carriers in America, will get your tourist card on your behalf if you want to fly with them. It's part of their deal. And also they include baggage in their fares, which most American airlines don't anymore. So if you're not getting your ticket into Havana as part of your international ticket, you're still going to be paying, remember that, baggage. And that will vary in cost from carrier to carrier. So there are little hiccups still there. They will be, I'm sure, for a while. But yeah, just, just Ways check to with, get your, to yes, Cuba, just check with your travel agent and, mm. and make sure that you put buffer zones in there. That's the main mm. thing. Um, hot deals. Cook Islands went there this year, as you know, Jane, and it is a gorgeous little spot. So this is a fabulous package with Air New Zealand, with return airfares, your transfers, accommodation at Club Raro Resort, and you're actually getting 35% off the accommodation on this and over $500 reduction on the airfare. So it's a fabulous package. You get one complimentary cooking class and use of snorkeling gear, reef shoes, tennis court and equipment, games room, beach towels, tables, tennis, da-da-da-da, tennis, and you get one introductory dive per person in the 
resort pool. And if you want to, they'll let you upgrade. That's a based on a standard room. You can upgrade to a poolside room with breakfast for only an additional $31 per room per night. Now, the base package on that is under $900. But you can upgrade, as I said, and you could, there also are other properties on the island that, you, again, at different varying prices. But these are great specials, and they finish, let me just give you, they start next year um, out of Sydney and Melbourne, 7 to 13 April and 5 May to 29 June. And you've got a book by the 6th of December. So you've only right. got just less than a week almost to jump on that one. Mm. If you still haven't organised your winter getaway in the Northern Hemisphere, or if you're thinking of still having a winter getaway, Banff and Lake Louise have some lovely little packages or you might have bought your airline ticket and just haven't decided what to do yet. So there's a four-day package in Banff, which is a gorgeous part of Canada, and they've got a three-night package there, with four-day, three-night package there, including sightseeing and activities, coach transfers, dog sledding, etc., and that's for under $900 per person. Or if you want, you can go upgrade and stay at the beautiful Fairmont at Chateau Lake Louise for Christmas and have a four-day package there, which includes a Christmas Day buffet dinner and activities. That's under 1300 Or you can also do a Winter Delights package, which combines both Banff and Lake Louise, six nights accommodation, transfers and activities, but you're not staying at the Fairmont this time. Um, that's a touch over $1,100. And you can do the snow train. They put on a special train to go into the Rockies in the winter months. Oh, just uh, How great beautiful for a would that Christmas. be? Wouldn't that be delightful? Spectacular ride through those wonderful Canadian Rocky Mountains before visiting the towns of Banff and Lake Louise. So that's a five-night package with one night on board via rail and that's under $1,400. So a few little winter things there if you're still thinking of that northern hemisphere. Um, also Albatross Tours have got a lovely tour that Jane you would know all about. You wouldn't have done it as a tour but individually. Germany and Austria. They've got a gorgeous tour doing all that Black Forest, Bavaria, the Tyrol area and it's a lovely part of course of, of Germany and Austria. So they've got uh, a $600 per couple early bird special on that at the moment. So that's for next year of course. So just think of that and get in early to take advantage of that and that's a 15 Day, beautiful itinerary. Um, South Africa, there's some lovely deals there at the moment as well. And with the Rand at the moment, we're getting a really good value on the Rand. So you could have a cocktail that probably costs you, what, 20 bucks here for $4 over there, mm. or in a seven course tasting menu, including wine from around $85 per person. So it's very good value for money. And there's some lovely itineraries. There's a spectacular South Africa, 17 days from just under uh, $4,000, including airfares from Australia. So that's not bad, is it? That's You're going to Kruger National Park, Zululand, Durban, the Drakensberg Mountains, the Garden Route, and ending in the stunning city of Cape Town. So, And there's a few others there as well if you're interested. There's a whole range of those with adventure destinations. And just to let you know, Bunnick Tours, their early bird season is about to finish, and you can still save $250 per person on a range of their European holidays up until 22 December. Plenty to think about. So there is plenty to think about as usual, Jane, and there are still a few early bird deals out there to be had. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. We'll talk travel again next Friday. Thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.